Good morning. I had a different homily prepared. It was really good, <laughs> but I'm not going to use it. <laughs> so now you're going to get the bad one. Uh, but I want to at least touch the points in my, the homily I was going to give. And that was the reality that if you listen to the first reading, it's always better to obey God than anybody else. And we need to be people who obey God. Now, before everybody else, we've got to obey him. The second thing we need to do is praise him. huh? And that's what the scripture, the second reading is about. Forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever, what we will do in heaven is what? Praise, praise God. And so again, people come to church or they'll come to our church and they'll sit there and think there's too much praising, there's too much singing, we gotta talk to each other, oh my gosh. Well, you're getting a taste of what it's gonna be like in heaven. You're not gonna just sit there forever and stare at God, uh, that ain't heaven, sorry. Heaven is what we're gonna do forever is praise God. The book of Revelation is about heaven. So you gotta know that's what it's about, huh? So, but I'm not preaching on it. So, <laughs> just so you know, get it, huh? You gotta praise God, so you gotta do it here. But what I wanna do is spend some time today, for, since it's First Communion, is on the gospel. Phenomenal gospel, of course. It's the gospel I chose for my first official mass. It's the, what I have here, this was the, in case you were wondering, this says feed my sheep, you can see that, huh? And in the center, some people don't understand what it is, but it's a lamb being held by Jesus, you know, or a sheep being held by Jesus. And so my mother had this made for me for my first mass. It's my first mass vestment, which is now 12 years old. Not bad for 12, but anyway. So that this is also feed my sheep is also the motto of our bishop. Huh? And so let's go into this gospel today. What we do is we see people trying to do it on their own. Here's Peter, James, and John trying to do things on their own. Now we'll see very clearly, you can't do it. We can't do anything on our own because when you and I try to do things on our own, guess what happens? Nothing. That's the same thing that happened to the apostles. They were busy all night trying to do things and nothing happened. So it is, well, at least spiritually, sometimes a lot of things can happen for the world but nothing of any importance. We're not truly fed when we do it by ourselves. If we want to be fed, we've got to do it by listening to God. You know, they were trying to do it, and then Jesus said, here, we'll do it this way. Okay, now it's important for us. We've got to do it with the power of God, and we've got to do everything God's way. We've got to do it with the power of God, and we've got to do it God's way. So before we do anything in our life, we gotta be doing it God's way, not my way, God's way, huh? And we gotta make sure that that's what's happening. And you and I gotta reflect on my life now, to this point in my life, have I done it my way, or have I done it God's way? And if I've been doing it my way, then I'm not truly fed inside. That's why I don't have peace, that's why I'm lonely, that's why life sucks, that's why life is no good for me, because something in my life isn't right because I've done it my way. And I kind of sit there and start thinking, Duh, how many times can I hit my head up against the wall? I gotta start doing it God's way and with God's power. So the first thing we gotta do is make sure we're living life God's way by his power. The second thing is we gotta allow ourselves to be fed by God. Not by the world, not by a physician, not by authority, not by power, not by money but by God, and that's what's so glorious about today. Jesus himself says, come here and have some breakfast, which means 
that he prepared for them. And again, this is in uh, John chapter 21. And if you go to verse uh, 11, we go to verse 12, uh, Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. And none of his disciples said, who are you? Jesus came over, took the bread, and gave it to them, and in like manner, the fish. So Jesus himself fed them. We need to be, allow ourselves to be fed by Jesus. And we do that, of course, in the Eucharist. We do that today, Sean and Michael, for the first time, get to receive and get fed by Jesus himself today. But how often have we been fed by Jesus? So often he wants to feed us. And when he comes to feed us, we've got to learn and yearn for that more than anything. Again, in the early church, the early church talked about the reality that they, you know, is a, a crime punishable by death to go to Mass. You were killed if you were caught at Mass. But they had such a yearning, they would rather obey God than obey men, that they would, to be fed by Jesus in the Eucharist was worth dying for. And they said that once the emperor went before them and said, why don't you just stop going to Mass? You can still praise your God, you can still worship him, but no mass. Because, of course, they all thought we were what? Cannibals. Because we ate the body and drank the blood of our God. You know, and it was just, ugh. And they said, why don't you just stop that? And then they said, there is no Christian without the Eucharist. And there's no Eucharist without the Christian. Without the Eucharist, we cannot live. Without the Eucharist, we cannot live. That was the early church that they died for the Eucharist. They said, I can't live without the Eucharist. And yet people try to survive constantly without the Eucharist. You know, do you go to Mass on Sunday? Well, sometimes. Well, I don't get anything out of it. You get the Eucharist. You get the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Almighty God. Don't you ever tell me you don't get anything out of it. You get God. There's nothing left he can give you. There's nothing more important in the whole reality than what today Sean and Michael receive for the first time. The body, blood, soul, divinity of Jesus Christ. That we today, in these two, get to be fed by God himself. And we get fed not just by fish, we get fed by his own body and his own blood. So that's a phenomenal thing. Do you and I really treasure the Eucharist? Would you and I say that I would rather die than not receive the Eucharist? Again, when you come to communion today and I say to you the body of Christ, you will say, Amen. Sean will say, Amen. Michael will say, Amen. And that means what? Do you remember? I, I believe, no, uh-uh, it means more than that, those who've had me for so long. Amen means what? I would stake my life on what you just said, Father. So when these two come up today and I say, Michael, the body of Christ, and he says, I would die for that, Father, amen. When I look at Sean, I say, Sean, the body of Christ, and he says, amen, I would die for the Eucharist, amen. I would give up my life. And every one of us that comes forward today, and when I say to you, the body of Christ, and you go, amen, I would die for what you just said, Father. Is that what we mean? Is that what it means? It cost me, it'll cost me my life? Yes. That's what the early church meant. 
They knew the words of Jesus were so real. Unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you will have no life within you. Right? John 6, go there. Some people think I make things up. You know, he made that up. Well, let's look. John chapter 6, a little bit earlier here. John chapter 6, and it goes right after the multiplication of loaves. And we go down to the Jews murmured, I am the bread of life. Is this not Jesus? Da, da, da. Verse 46, anyone who's seen 40 says, Nine, your ancestors ate man in the desert, but they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven. And then 51 says, I am the living bread that comes down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread shall live forever. And then he goes to verse 53. Jesus said to them, Amen, amen, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you will have no life within you. Jesus said you will die if you do not receive my body and drink my blood. The only way to have eternal life is to be fed by God himself. Will we allow ourselves to truly be fed this day by God himself? And then finally, it just doesn't end there. It's not a little selfish thing about, ooh, here I go, I was fed by Jesus, isn't this nice? Because then what does he say to us? Then he looks at Peter after he fed him, and did Peter just go into his little corner and say, oh, I'm in union with Jesus now? What did he do? He looked at Peter and he says to him, Simon, son of John, after you have eaten, after he ate, was fed by Jesus, he looks at Peter and he says, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than the rest of these people do? Do you love me more than anybody? And Jesus, Simon says, well, yes, Lord, you know I do. Did Jesus look at him and say, okay, come follow me and take care of me and just be with me and pray all the time? Is that what he said? No, he says, if you love me, feed my sheep. Now that you and I have been fed by Christ, the purpose of our life must be to go and to feed others. That's the purpose of it. Sean and Michael today, after they receive Christ today, then them, even in their young age, are called to go forward and feed other people with their lives. That's what all of us with the Eucharist, what we must then be is Eucharist for others. You see, we must become the Eucharist to other people in the world that I so am consumed by Jesus after consuming him that I go forth and I am him to the rest of the world. If you love me, he says, feed my sheep. He loves you. Do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord. Tend my sheep. Do you love me? Yes, Lord, I love you. Well, take care of others. And then he says, take care of others so much. What are you going to do, Peter? You're going to die. When you were younger, you got to do what you wanted to do. But as you grow older, you will put out your hands, you will be tied and you will be taken off in a way you would rather not go. In this way, Jesus indicated the way that Peter would die and glorify him. And then he says to him, follow me. Today, as we come before the Lord, we need to make sure we're doing it his way, not my way, his way. We need to be sure we allow ourselves to be fed by him. We need to make sure that we would rather die than anything else and receive the Eucharist so that we can truly have life. 
we really need to make sure that after I receive Jesus and receive the gift of everlasting life, that I must then become the Eucharist and life to others. And so when you think of that last part, I want you to think about just this week. Is there anybody you gave life to? Is there anybody you went and gave life to? And hopefully you go, yeah, I can think of this one, this one, this one, and this one. That you gave life, spiritual life to them. And if it's like, no, I can't think of anybody. Well, don't get nuts over this. Sit there and say, Lord, I haven't been doing my job, I guess. So help me to. Bring me to a deeper conversion. Help me to be fed by you so that I can go forward and feed the world. And in that way, you and I will follow Jesus truly by giving up our life for him, not just part of ourselves, and following him. The way we follow him is to listen to him, do it his way, be fed by him, and then go out and feed others. You got it? Got it. You get it? Good. May each of you know his love today and forever. Amen.